1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash That's rocketmoney.com slash rocketmoney.com slash
2: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales,
0: Tonight, millions of Americans under alert as Elsa gains strength barreling toward the Florida coast. Hurricane warning, Elsa grows more powerful after unleashing on the Florida Keys the deadly storm now expected to make landfall as a hurricane. Threatening flooding rains, high winds, and five-foot storm surges. Plus, new fears, Elsa could spawn tornadoes across the state. CBS's Lonnie Quinn standing by with the forecast. Fading hope the death toll grows as rescue crews uncover more bodies in the rubble of the Surfside condo collapse, the latest on the search and how Elsa is slowing it down. New vaccination push with an alarming rise of Delta variant infections. The president revises his vaccine strategy, plus the growing concern as some states see cases and hospitalizations doubling. This stunning warning from one expert, get your shots or expect to get sick this summer. On the run, six months after the Capitol insurrection, the FBI asked for help tracking down what it calls some of the most violent members of the mob. New videos just released. Dangerous shortage. Surgeries delayed. Procedures canceled. The nationwide crisis as hospitals see a severe shortfall in blood donations. What you can do benched a popular ESPN anchor is sidelined from the sidelines of the NBA Finals. The comments recorded without her knowledge and the fallout tonight. And born to ride the rock star's daughter now on fire as an equestrian. Why Jessica Springsteen is hoping for her own glory days at this summer's Olympics.
3: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting from the
0: Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Major Garrett in for Nora. We're going to begin tonight with breaking news. Tropical storm Elsa appears to be gaining strength and may slam into the Gulf Coast as a Category 1 hurricane. As we come on the air, hurricane warnings have now been posted along portions of Florida's west coast. The deadly storm is already slamming into the Florida Keys, unleashing a torrent of heavy wind and as much as eight inches of rain. But as it moves further into the Gulf in the coming hours, forecasters worry Elsa will pick up even more power. Tonight, much of the southern part of Florida is already also under a tornado watch, and several counties have issued emergency evacuation orders. And while there is real concern that high winds will pull up trees and take down power lines, Florida's governor says his biggest fear is flooding. a dangerous storm surge as Elsa pushes a wall of water into the Tampa Bay and through other low-lying areas. CBS's Lonnie Quinn is standing by with the latest on the storm's path. But first, CBS's Maria Villarreal is going to lead off our coverage from Ana Maria Island. Maria, good evening.
4: Good evening, Major. Right now, the northern part of Tropical Storm, Elsa, is hitting Florida right now. Already 7,000 people roughly are without power. Government offices, schools, and the airports are shutting down early. And while we're dry right now, officials are warning the worst will come overnight. Tonight, Florida is bracing for ELSA, and officials are warning residents to take this storm seriously.
3: ELSA is forecast to become a hurricane before making landfall.
4: It's already hammering the Florida Keys, packing wind gusts of 70 miles per hour. That's a lot of flooding. And rain bands are flooding out roads in just hours.
3: ELSA strengthen and there are potential for higher gusts.
4: Forecasters warning there will be life-threatening storm surge and maybe tornadoes. This comes after Elsa battered Cuba on Monday with heavy rain and flooding. As the storm churns towards Anna Maria Island just south of Tampa, businesses are closing early and city buildings are being shuttered. How many bags do you think you've done today? Yeah, we've done well over 500. Well over 500 bags.
5: 20 yards of sand
4: residents are preparing for
5: major flooding. The soil is so saturated that I'm expecting it's going to rain hard and I'm just not sure. <laughs>
4: so you're not taking any chances?
5: That's right,
6: that's no. right.
4: This storm is going to be a big rainmaker. Elsa's band stretched the entire state of Florida. What we know is the rain has been consistent all month long in this area. So the grounds are saturated, meaning when Elsa makes landfall, she will definitely leave a lot of flooding in her path. Major?
0: Maria Villarreal, we thank you. Florida is preparing, so let's turn now to CBS's Lonnie Quinn for the latest on the forecast. Lonnie, good evening to you.
5: And good evening to you, Major. Well, here's the deal. You've got a storm that is blowing 70-mile-per-hour winds, a tropical storm. If those winds get up to 74 miles per hour, you've got a Category 1 hurricane. And we think that's what's going to happen sometime before landfall. So let's go through all the stats right now. 70-mile-per-hour winds, 135 miles south-southwest of Tampa. It's moving at around 10 miles per hour to the north. So that puts it like 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, making a landfall somewhere around the Big Bend of Florida, most likely Cedar Key, Florida. Uh, If you look at the current radar picture, look, heavy bands of rain primarily on the West Coast To Florida, but they do extend over towards the east coast around Fort Lauderdale as well. That area shaded in yellow, a tornado watch anywhere from Key West all the way up to Orlando. But where will the storm go once it makes its landfall? Well, it's going to curve a bit, okay? A little interaction with the land, that friction will curve it to the north and east. So it approaches Savannah, Georgia around 11 o'clock tomorrow night. It's gotten a little weaker. Now it's a tropical storm. It's a big rainmaker out there. We're talking four to eight inches of rain at its maximum as the storm moves along. And the storm surge two to five feet. Keep in mind, as that storm comes on for Tampa Bay, you're not. Getting the storm surge in the beginning. It's pushing the water out of the bay. As it leaves, those winds will shift to the southwest. That pushes the water onshore. That's when you will experience the storm surge with this particular storm. A little bit different, Major, because of the positioning of things. Let's go back to you.
0: Lonnie Quinn, thank you for that. Elsa has been impacting the search and rescue effort in Surfside, Florida, but not as much as feared. Eight more bodies were found today. The confirmed death toll, 36. Hopes are dimming that more survivors will be found. And here is CBS's Manuel Bojorkas
3: the outer bands of tropical storm elsa continue to further complicate the Surfside search heavy rains and strong winds are limiting the use of cranes
7: we have a meteorologist embedded in the team right with them on the mound to provide any weather updates
3: the search has not yet uncovered positive signs
2: the, the key things we're looking for uh, all throughout in regards to voice space livable spaces you know we're not coming across that
3: the nearby city of Sunny Isles said nearly 60 commercial and residential buildings built before 1982 will be inspected in light of the Champlain Tower South collapse. As Surfside's mayor once again expressed concerns about the tower's sister building less than a
5: block away. And given we do not know why the first building fell down, we have significant concerns about that building.
3: This afternoon, as thunderstorms rolled in, one of the first funerals for victims of the collapse was held for the Guada family, Marcus, Anna, and their 10- and 4-year-old daughters, Lucia and Emma. The family decided the two young sisters would lie together in the same white casket adorned with ribbons. That funeral was held at St. Joseph Catholic Church, which is just about a block from the collapse site. As the work continues here, the weather remains a concern. A tornado watch was
0: issued for this area until 11 tonight. Major? Manuel Borges, we thank you. New COVID infections are rising in nearly half of all U.S. states, largely fueled by the more contagious Delta variant, which is now the dominant strain here in the U.S. President Biden is launching a new push to get more Americans vaccinated. It includes door-to-door outreach. And here is CBS's Ouija Jay.
7: Tonight, a new warning from President Biden about the COVID-19 Delta variant after meeting with top health officials.
2: We discussed how the Delta variant is already responsible for half of all cases in many parts of this country. It's more easily transmissible, potentially more dangerous. The number of cases across
7: the country is up by 9 percent, and several states are seeing a dramatic surge. Arkansas is now averaging 475 new cases a day compared to 142 a month ago. In Missouri, 861 people are testing positive, up from 396. And in Nevada, there are 449 new cases, more than double the 204 in June most of the states with spikes also have vaccination rates that are lower than the nationwide average
2: millions of americans are still unvaccinated and unprotected and because of that their communities are at risk
7: the president said the administration would continue door-to-door outreach in local communities hesitant to get vaccinated and also provide more doses to schools and workplaces But some people who have access to the vaccine still don't want it. Is the White House tweaking its strategy to reach those people, to change their minds? I wouldn't say it's about changing their minds. What we have seen over the course of time is that the most reliable uh, voices are uh, trusted actors in communities, uh, medical experts. Top health experts say holdouts are taking a big gamble with their lives.
3: Right now, if you're unvaccinated and you've not previously gotten COVID and recovered, Uh, you should anticipate that you will get COVID this summer from the Delta variant.
7: Vaccine experts note that states with lagging vaccination rates and high COVID case numbers are mostly red states. The White House is sending surge response teams to those areas to work with local leaders who are tackling, among many things, the politics around getting a shot. Major?
0: Weijia Jiang, thank you. Tonight, CBS News investigates America's dangerously low blood supply. Blood centers nationally have less than a one-day supply. It's forcing hospitals to, among other things, postpone surgeries. More now from CBS's Dr. John LaPook.
8: One blood, the largest blood center in the Southeast, is scrambling to manage the blood shortage crisis, yet another fallout from the pandemic
7: the donors are not in the traditional locations anymore. We lost large corporations, religious organizations, movie theater drives, festivals that were taking place ended.
8: Before COVID, schools accounted for 25% of collected blood. Now, demand for blood products is up 10% nationwide.
3: There's this huge backlog of operations that really needed to get
8: done. Some hospitals have had to delay scheduled surgeries. At NYU Langone Health in New York City, Surgeon-in-Chief Dr. Perez Shah says they came close to doing the same.
3: We were down to such a low inventory of blood that if we had one major transfusion event, we would have been depleted completely.
8: Can you take us through a scenario where you've been, right here in this operating room, and you needed blood? If you're in a trauma situation, I
3: need blood right now.
8: I don't need blood an hour
3: from now. I need blood right now, or this patient's not going to survive.
8: 11-year-old Iggy Friday was diagnosed with leukemia this winter and has needed more than 30 transfusions during chemotherapy. He worries about the trauma victim, but too.
7: I did think about the people who
3: like needed it now and stuff, so that's why I was fine with waiting.
8: His recent platelet transfusion was delayed because of the shortage, luckily for just a few hours.
1: It helps a lot of people and can save a lot of lives.
8: Dr. Shah told me this is one of the worst shortages he's ever seen. And Major, it's a crisis the public can actually do something about. It takes just 10 minutes to donate a unit of blood.
0: 10 minutes to make a difference. Dr. John Lapu thank you. Tonight, six months after the deadly assault on the U.S. Capitol, the FBI is asking for the public's help. The bureau released 11 new videos showing suspects attacking federal officers. Since January 6th, the FBI has arrested more than 500 suspects who took part in the insurrection, but officials say these 11 are some of the most violent offenders who have yet to be identified. 300 suspects remain at large. There is a big shakeup tonight on the sidelines of the NBA Finals. Just hours before tip-off, ESPN benched reporter Rachel Nichols after a recording surfaced of her making disparaging comments about a colleague and the sports network's racial diversity efforts. Here is CBS's Adriana Diaz. I'm
4: here with Suns coach Monty Williams.
9: To basketball fans, Rachel Nichols is a fixture on the sidelines. Now she's been sidelined for criticizing ESPN assigning Maria Taylor, who's black, to host last year's NBA countdown during the playoffs over Nichols, who's white. So the first thing
4: they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story. But
9: Nichols did become the story when a private conversation she had last year was secretly recorded and later leaked.
4: If you need her to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your like crappy longtime record university, which by the way I myself like know personally, like go for it. Just you know, find it somewhere else.
9: Nichols apologized on the jump, a show she co-hosts on ESPN. How deeply, deeply sorry I am. For disappointing those I hurt, particularly Maria Taylor. Former ESPN colleague, Jamel Hill. You don't see a lot of black
1: women in the role that Maria is in. She hears that 100 times a day. And so to hear that from a colleague, another woman, I can imagine that that would be very harmful and hurtful for her.
9: Reaction has been swift, not only targeting Nichols, but also ESPN.
5: Y'all tried to give Maria a job and it wasn't genuine. And look what happened. Come on, man. It's all ESPN fault. We love both of them.
9: There was also this from the daughter of former NBA star and current ESPN host, Jalen Rose. Maybe instead of crying and calling Maria a diversity token, you can direct that energy to the people who think there can only be one woman on that stage. Maria? A seven-year veteran of ESPN is still scheduled to host NBA Countdown for the finals, which start tonight. And as you mentioned, Major, Major Nichols has been replaced as sideline reporter. In a statement, ESPN tells us their decision is to keep the focus on basketball.
0: Adriana Diaz, thank you so much. Tonight, the U.S. and more than a dozen allies are conducting military exercises in the Black Sea. CBS's Holly Williams was the only U.S. network correspondent aboard a U.S. Navy destroyer as war games were held under Russia's watchful eye.
6: On board the USS Ross, American sailors opened fire. But this was just a military exercise, training along with 28 U.S. allies. The target's about a mile in that direction, simulating an enemy craft.
2: No pressure, young warrior.
6: Yet America's real-life rival appeared to be keeping careful watch. Four Russian ships took it in turns to shadow us, and Russian fighter jets repeatedly circled nearby. They're keeping an eye on you. Probably. Commander John D. John told us it would take much more to provoke a clash.
3: If somebody opened fire on you, then that would uh, warrant you taking self-defense measures.
6: But last month, a British naval ship was subjected to more aggressive tactics in the Black Sea, including this threat.
7: If you don't change the course, I'll be fired.
6: Russia sent soldiers to illegally seize control of the Crimean Peninsula from neighbouring Ukraine in 2014. And Russia claims the British ship was sailing in what are now its territorial waters. The US and its allies don't recognise that. Russia's threatened to bomb foreign warships that sail into those waters in future. This exercise was several miles away, but used America's military might to send a clear message. International
3: airspace, international water space is for everybody. It doesn't belong to one country.
6: Holly Williams, CBS News, on board the USS Ross.
1: OK, it's time to commit. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Breaking news tonight on the Olympics. Sprinter Sha'Carri Richardson won't compete in the summer games. The star runner was suspended for 30 days after testing positive for marijuana, preventing her from competing in the 100-meter dash in Tokyo. Richardson had hoped she could still run in the 4x100-meter relay, but tonight she has been left off the U.S. team roster. Meantime, another household name will be heading to the games. 29-year-old Jessica Springsteen, daughter of the rock legend Bruce Springsteen, will be part of the four-member U.S. equestrian team at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. COVID has left tens of thousands of Americans with chronic lung problems. Nearly 150 have needed life-saving transplants, including a 42-year-old father you're about to meet. Here is CBS's Carter Evans. When COVID came for the Horbachevsky family, all five got it. But Bob
2: got it the worst.
8: I was pretty close to being dead.
2: Rushed to the hospital, doctors put him on a ventilator. And only one thing could save his life.
1: We need to get him to Saint Joe's hospital to get him a lung transplant.
2: A double lung transplant. And while they prayed for a match at home, his wife Monique tried to hold the family together.
1: Hey mommy. My kids were hurting and they were struggling. Our life was falling apart. It's so easy to get like caught up in all of the fears of the what if and um and thinking that maybe, like, maybe I would have to live my life without him.
2: After four months in the hospital, they found a match. Someone had to die for you to live.
8: Yeah, that's what saved my life, is somebody was willing to donate their lungs, and I'm able to breathe because of that right now.
2: Do you look at life differently now?
8: Oh, tremendously so. Every day counts so much more than it ever did before.
2: And every breath is a gift. Carter Evans, CBS News, Surprise, Arizona.
0: A global shortage of computer chips is slowing down production of new cars, laptops, and TVs. What it means for you tomorrow. And if you can't watch us live, please set your DVR so you can watch us later. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett. Good night.